0: Welcome to Comic Cave, the comic book podcast. We are here on episode one. I am Ramsey, and with me is... Megan. And today, um, what are we going to be talking about, Megan?
1: We're talking about DC Rebirth's Birds of Prey. Okay.
0: Well, I uh, for this free podcast, I think pretty much I'm going to let uh, Megan take charge um, for, the, for the bonus episodes. Um, I'll be kind of the one hosting, but... Uh, for the free ones, I'm going to let, like I said, let Megan take charge. And so what uh, what do you want the first topic of discussion be?
1: I want you to uh, explain uh, as briefly as you can how the Rebirth fits into the DC universe at large. Um, I want you to talk about different versions of Batgirl. Um, okay. And then, yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. And uh, I guess we'll say, I, I guess I'm kind of the comics expert of the two of us, because I've read more, um, <laughs> but it doesn't exactly make me a comics expert, I guess, but, uh, but that, I guess that's why I'm explaining this and not you. Um,
1: <laughs> but I do have a fancy degree.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. You have a much fancier degree than I do. So, <laughs> um, okay. So the DC rebirth, um, and Batgirl in inside of the DC universe itself. Well, the DC, uh, okay. So Barbara Gordon, she was the first Batgirl. Um, and eventually she was shot in the stomach by the Joker, um, lost their ability to walk. And, um, instead of, uh, getting really depressed about it, she became another kind of superhero, uh, Oracle, uh, who is the person behind the computer. She became the kind of the person behind the computer for pretty much all superheroes. Um, and, uh, she was that for a long time. She formed the Birds of Prey, uh, with Huntress and, uh, Black Canary. And eventually, uh, Cassandra, who was the daughter of an assassin named Kane, uh, who had been trained to be an assassin, she was kind of freed from, from Kane and became the second Batgirl. Um, and then Stephanie Brown, who had originally been the superhero spoiler, uh, she became the third Batgirl. And she was Batgirl kind of right up to the point that the New 52 happened. Now, the New 52 is a big uh, reboot of the entire DC continuity um, where they kind of changed a lot of the past. Um, and at that point, bat uh, Barbara Gordon became Batgirl again. Um, and Cassandra Cain and uh, Stephanie Brown kind of were written out sort of, and they reestablished the Birds of Prey with kind of a new background with um, Barbara Gordon as Batgirl and um, Black Canary and Huntress again. I'm, actually, I guess I'm not entirely sure Huntress was in the new 52 version, um, but I, I think she was. And then uh, that kind of continued up into uh, The Rebirth, which was a second reboot. It happened only a couple years ago. I want to say 2016 um, is when The Rebirth happened. And uh, that kind of restarted the universe again. It actually brought back some elements of the original universe um, and combined them with some elements of the New 52 universe. And that gave us... um, That leaves Batgirl as Barbara Gordon... But it kind of allows us a chance to restart uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, which is what this comic is. So is that 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 about cover it?
1: That about covers it, as briefly and uh, unmessily as you can.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's about as quick as I can do it. <laughs>
1: I also wanted to mention that um, they're planning a Birds of Prey movie, um, which does not exactly feature these characters. No. So that might get a little bit confusing for people. Um, they're going to have uh, Harley Quinn in it, and yep. that's pretty much it right now.
0: Yep. Uh, I, it really is. They'll it,
1: have Cassandra Cain as well.
0: Yeah, they, they are planning to have Cassandra but Cain. But
1: as a child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't know yet <laughs> if she's going to be Batgirl in the movie or not.
1: Probably not. Probably not.
0: Um, it, it mostly seems like it's uh, just the the movie people really wanting to do another movie with Margot Robbie as... As Harley Quinn, definitely, because um, she's definitely the 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 popular character <clears throat> from Suicide Squad.
1: <laughs> I guess <laughs> not not exactly a fan. Um, so, <laughs> what we're going to talk about when we talk about um, each of the comics that we talk about?
0: The comics, of course, being collected into uh, trade paperbacks, which is what we read.
1: So, right now we're going to start with. Headlines As briefly as possible, we're going to describe what happens in each volume, uh, each of the trade volumes of the Birds of Prey. It only had three volumes, so we're going to do our best to not give too much away because we would actually like for people to be able to read these. Yes. For others, um, if we don't like them, we will probably spoil them for you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So um, do you want me to do my headlines first or do you want to do your headlines first? Let's
1: do volume one. Uh, I, I guess uh, you go first with your volume one headline.
0: Okay. My, my volume one headline, I'm actually, I can't, I, I think you told me yours uh, first. I don't know if this is um, the same as yours, but- uh, Oh, I was joking. Okay. Yeah. My, my volume one headline <laughs> is just uh, young women attacked by wild snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my headline.
1: I, that sounds like a comic I want to be a part of. Um, okay, so my headline is in the traditional headline uh, fashion. I'm gonna read uh, the semicolons and whatnot. So action hacking semicolon, snake fighting semicolon, flashbacks plenty. That's what I got.
0: Oh, that's that's pretty good. That's uh, that covers a lot more descriptive of, of the uh, the actual story than mine did. Yeah,
1: we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> All right, so volume two. Yeah. Okay, so my volume two headline is... um, I was also going to read the semicolons. So uh, my volume two headline is Blackbirds train superpowers, semicolon, office supplies attack.
1: (laughs) That'll have to be an in-joke, I guess. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've actually got two volume two headlines for some reason. I don't know how it happened. Um, So my first one is... Canary Takes Lessons from (laughs) Vampyra. Semicolon, Revenge of the Nerds, Part 5, Bad Accountant. My second Volume 2 headline is House Hunters, Gotham Edition.
0: (laughs) I really like that. I really like that. That really only covers one issue, I guess. And And
1: then in parentheses, Birds of Prey Troll Realtors. Very nice. Because Um. um, I guess we might have to explain this. Um, (laughs) At one point, uh, they go undercover um as people uh, house hunting and they are really really bad at it and they're being really antagonistic to the realtors so they have like tape measures out and like they have like ridiculous disguises on and they're giving them a really hard time and making jokes <laughs> it's a good time
0: yeah it's 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 a great it's probably my favorite ish, it, single issue it's a fun entire, issue
1: uh,
0: yeah so all right and then uh moving on to volume three Okay, my Volume 3 headline, um, this one's definitely my favorite, it's just girl power versus the patriarchy.
1: <laughs> do, you, do you want me to ask you about my feminist agenda?
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay,
1: so we won't even talk about that then. So I actually accidentally have two Volume 3 headlines again, I think.
0: That's alright, the more the merrier.
1: So Volume 3, uh, Headline 1, Evil Feminists versus Action Feminists, Comma, Men of Gotham Nap. All right. Volume three uh, headline two, Scooby Doo mysteries: colon, Gotham field trip semicolon robot wars.
0: Robot wars is yeah, it's a good description. It was a
1: really happening uh, volume. Yeah. Lots it, of lots of things culminated.
0: Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was almost twice as long as the first two volumes it individually.
1: Was, it was a really good one too. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. It was. It de- was
1: definitely the best volume.
0: Agreed definitely agreed there all right so those are our headlines so
1: I also uh, wanted us to do a segment that we are going to call infinity gauntlet and negative zone you think that's a good time to do this
0: I think this is a great time to do this okay
1: so we're going to talk about what we liked about the comics uh, all of them and what we didn't like about them so the infinity gauntlet is what we liked and the negative zone is obviously what we didn't like
0: Alright, so Infinity Zone, do you want me to start with what I liked, or do you want to start?
1: Um, I just wanted to say that this is a great comic for uh, new readers, and I'm especially concerned with uh, reluctant teen readers. Um, largely girls and young women who um, are often really intimidated to come into the genre because there's so much they haven't been read in on since they were children, basically. Um, And that's really important to me when I'm trying to recommend comics to people who may not exactly be your um, average comic audience.
0: Yes. And yeah, I know I I did give kind of probably a confusing um, explanation of the history of Batgirl and Rebirth and everything at the beginning of this podcast. Um, And they do mention here and there, they do make references to things that have happened throughout the history. um, But Overall, I really do feel like you don't need to know much about any of these characters to be able to read this comic.
1: No, not really. And um, the things that you do need to know, they mostly give context to. In fact, I mean, they they go into backstory quite a bit. Um, you know, in a uh, in a serious flashback way, so so that like you know exactly what's going on. Also, in the first volume, um, they give a really clear explanation of what has been happening to Barbara Gordon. Um, And what's going on in her life and the things that she feels and the things that she's been through. Um, And also they they give a little bit of voice to uh, Black Canary and her friendship. Um, They also introduce Huntress as a new character to them so that you don't even need to know about a cloudy and uh, complicated backstory. Yeah. And uh, I actually really liked that about This comic, it it really allows you to start fresh, and so I wouldn't hesitate to hand it to someone who is just like into manga or something.
0: Right. Oh yeah, and um, actually, I'm glad you mentioned like the the flashbacks, um, because I think I think I would include a lot of the flashbacks as something I liked about this comic, (laughs) um, especially Gus's flashbacks. Um, (laughs) They always they always chose to make them very interesting. The the art got always like it did something very unique during those parts.
1: Um. Well, I I liked uh, Helena's uh, sepia-toned, sort of like, mafia family flashbacks. That's true, yeah. um, Because it was just... I don't... Like, while it was heartfelt, it was still um, visually interesting uh, to see what was happening to her. I really liked kid Helena. She's really cute. Yes. (laughs) Um, And, you know, even after she's been through a lot, she's really strong. Um, But definitely... One of the high points that like, I specifically wanted to talk about was Gus. Um, I wanted them to bring in new characters. I really appreciated that they brought in Gus. And Gus Yale is, um, well, we can't give too much away, but he becomes very important to the story. He is pretty much what these books are about um, yeah. in general. And he often narrates the books. So he has these cute title cards that he does um, <laughs> like uh, when they show up at the at the like mafia's uh, dinner, yes. and it, and it turns out it's a Mexican restaurant or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like you thought it was gonna be Italian, didn't you? <laughs> but... It was
1: like even even mobsters like uh,
0: margaritas. Margaritas. Was it, margarita's? Yeah. it was margaritas. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and so they all come busting into this Mexican restaurant, which was uh, kind of amazing. But my favorite part <laughs> was um, whenever um, they're thinking about like who gus is i guess um and they they have to picture a person in a a green oracle mask um and like he's just doing all sorts of different funny things mysteriously um because he's he's a hacker i don't think it's gonna give anything away that he is a hacker yeah like barbara gordon um so at one point, he's just like sitting in front of a giant screen, eating fries and laughing. <laughs> and then like my favorite one is when he's on the beach holding a martini and like next to him is like a computer on fire. Yeah. Because um, he's like, bye, suckers. Um-
0: yeah, that was actually one of the one of Gus's uh, flashbacks because he was, he was talking about how he was trying to figure out. Uh, what happened to Oracle after she dis, or after Oracle disappeared? Because I guess he didn't know Oracle's gender at that point, so it was just envisioning him as these guys, this guy, in all these like various situations. <laughs> right. So. so
1: it's part of Gus's uh, thought process that he pictures hilarious things, yes, but also super disturbing things sometimes. Yeah. Um, like his, uh, his. Sometimes at the same. His time. dark Muppet flashback. <laughs> um, part of Gus's backstory is uh, pretty, pretty dark. Yes, and depressing. Um, but for some reason, people are Muppets in it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I I do love I do love the Muppet um, backstory uh, flashback thing. Because um, yeah, it, it is depressing. But um, like at the same time, like Gus it, is a silly guy. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just. It, it's one of the things that really helps because you don't. Again, it's a very short comic. There's only the three volumes. So you don't get a lot of time with these characters. So it's one of those things that really helps him in, uh, helps it endear him to you. Um, while at the same time, like, actual things are happening, you know. Yeah. The story is getting moved on.
1: And, like, it's not made clear that he's doing the title cards um, at the time. Or doing some of the, uh, like, descriptions. Um, and then you realize that it's definitely him. And he's being very silly. Yes. Um. to uh, are are you are you done with your uh, infinity infinity gauntlet?
0: Um. Well, I guess just one last thing to, to really mention is I really like the humor um is it's it does a very good balance actually between like a lot of serious stuff a lot of action stuff and a lot of humor
1: they're um, good friends they don't take stuff too seriously
0: yeah it it, it really helps it feel more like realistic i guess and, and it really makes the the characters a lot more relatable is it they're not all just always brooding all, all kick ass always 100 of always the time just yeah action lines and stuff because
1: like, i i feel like helena could very dangerously veer into that territory. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and and they even kind of point out like cuz Helena is kind of um a
1: stone cold badass. Yeah,
0: and and every now and then, you know a lot of times she's just saying like the very serious dramatic lines and then like they kind of make fun of her for doing that. So it it kind of lets it be self-aware. Um so even that even that kind of thing kind of helps it. So yeah, that's that's another high point for me, definitely. So.
1: Okay, are we ready to veer into the Negative Zone.
0: I think we are ready to veer into the Negative Zone.
1: Negative zone. All right. Well, um, I have some uh, vague criticisms about costumes. Okay. And I just want to say that if you are writing a female superhero and you have um, – An awesome costume like Barbara Gordon's Batgirl costume um, which holds up um, seems like it structurally makes sense seems comfortable seems uh, sturdy and uh, you know gets holes in it when she gets uh, in an explosion which is a a nice realistic touch that they added Um, I think that that's really uh, foiled a little bit by somebody like Black Canary whose costume I mean Girl must have like stainless steel fishnet tights because (laughs) if you've ever worn fishnet tights, and I don't know anything about you, Ramsey. I don't know if you've worn them, but I mean, frankly, frankly, they rip and they're not very sturdy and you would need to replenish your fishnets all the time. And like the ripped look is fine, but like they sort of come apart after that. Right. So, I mean, it would just be like every day, you know, new pair of fishnets Um, also, if you ride a motorcycle, Black Canary, you're going to get hurt. Okay. Also, I just like to say that, um, long nails aren't going to work on a superhero. Okay. Like if you have long nails, if you have manicures, especially if they are in the color that matches your costume, um, first of all, it's going to give your secret identity away, which will help me segue into my next criticism. But, um, it's also, it's just not going to work. They don't stay on that well pressed on nails, okay? That's true. All right. So I know you can't really say anything about that. <laughs> not much, but. Um...
0: No, I mean, I definitely, I, I, I really like um, Batgirl's outfit. Um, both, both the new 52 outfit and this kind of like, I, I call it the Burnside outfit because it started when mm-hmm. they moved to the Burnside um, uh, explain I like what the Burnside is uh, Burnside is just a, um area of Gotham It's a, like a borough of Gotham City That's uh, really up and coming And gentrified And, and what's
1: Barbara um, Gordon's connection to Burnside? Um,
0: Barbara Gordon's connection She originally moves there to go to, to college To get her master's degree um, In and-
1: what? i don't remember it's something
0: to do with computers or physics i think i can't quite remember (laughs) (laughs) um computer physics maybe um
1: computer science maybe i I
0: think it is i want to say computer science but i'm not entirely sure is it library
1: and information science uh
0: i don't think it is i think they've kind of dropped the librarian thing from Uh, our background so tragic um but that's um, my
1: next criticism then
0: (laughs) uh i I, I feel like a computer science degree would be redundant for someone who's already been Oracle. Um,
1: well, you need she, you need the credentials.
0: I guess she does need the credentials. She I can't. I guess she can't put "I've been Oracle" on like a resume. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't
1: that be great though if she just had like a big mask?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Burnside. What are your is.
1: qualifications, oh. vigilanteism. Yes, exactly. Um, vigilante coordination of superhero uh, activities.
0: Hacked into every government database in the world. Um
1: <laughs> I know your passwords. <laughs> if you're reading this, I know your passwords.
0: Yes. Um and then I guess she also starts a uh, business in Burnside, a um Gordon Gordon Clean Energy, I think it's called. It is. Um so uh it's a some kind of computer.
1: It's it's pretty vague what it is. Like it's not mentioned a lot. And I do have some questions about how she's living off this, but they, they do sort of fill in those gaps with one sentence or so to explain it. (laughs) Yeah, they kind of do. (laughs) And at one point she does um, like acquire another company and do a couple little activities with it and go to a conference um, with, I guess her company is involved in something, right? Um, although you know, it's vague.
0: Yes, it is very vague. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, so that's that's basically what what Burnside is, and that's but the, it,
1: this. It's not call, called Batgirl Incorporated, so we don't really need to know that much.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So the that's the burn. When she moved to Burnside, that's when she started wearing the outfit that she's basically wearing in this comic. Um, so I call it her Burnside outfit.
1: It's classic. Um,
0: it is It is a very good outfit. I like the look of it. Um, and uh, I, I really like... Boots. Um, the boots are very practical mm-hmm. um and i like i like the huntress's outfit i don't know how you felt about it i um, i
1: actually like it i do think she looks a little bit like a mad scientist but that might be another reason to like it
0: yeah it it might be it, it's it's definitely it's she definitely never takes a it off that that's for sure yeah and she's very against taking it <laughs> off um, which they make a lot of jokes about that i enjoy um but uh yeah no i definitely agree uh black canary's outfit I mean, she's always kind of worn, like, fishnets and stuff, and she's always had pretty impractical outfits. And this specific outfit comes from her solo title from the New 52. Um, yeah, <laughs> in we fact, have a- <laughs> in
1: this room, uh, there is a poster um, of Black Canary, a uh, vintage Black Canary, as yes. a matter of fact. It is very old, um, and she is wearing basically the uh, swimsuit. Uh, version with the fishnet tights and the um, black boots. Yes. Uh, with a little jacket. Yeah. Which and a choker. Might be a leather jacket. Yeah,
0: and a choker because whatever um yeah so this is basically her new 52 solo outfit and i i didn't really like it in that comic but i guess it kind of made sense since She's she was supposed, just supposed to, to look be like, like a, a rock star clearly. yeah like a rock star thing it has
1: it has like a like a canary on like an angry bird on the back yeah uh, not like an angry bird like angry birds but <laughs> <laughs> no yeah like <laughs> a, like, a, like a bird of, of prey, prey yes. on the back yeah <laughs> um although that would be um a, a weird modern twist
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess so um, and so, yeah, it does. Like, I guess it kind of works in that sense. But she's not in the band anymore at this point. No. I don't know why she's still wearing that outfit. <laughs> and like, I get I feel, something else. I on. feel
1: like it complicates what what I'm going to talk about in in the next negative zone point, um, which is secret identities. And I'm saying secret in the like biggest scare quotes I can possibly say them in, because come on, you guys they they're not stealthy um and and Helena for someone who used to be a spy I mean I swear Helena I swear
0: okay we're going we're getting some um some help from our our dog here
1: she hates podcasts
0: um
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were we saying
0: oh yeah secret identities um
1: or should I say public identities? Yeah, public identities. They might really. as well post them on the internet, really.
0: Yeah, I, that that is something um, definitely I criticized about this issue is like, um, like someone a character does figure out um, that Barbara Gordon is Batgirl and Oracle. And
1: I don't even understand why it took them so long to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and um. it, it was it was. It's kind of an obvious thing. It
1: wasn't rocket science. Definitely, the process of figuring out that uh, somebody had exper- experimental back surgery and then suddenly Batgirl was back. Yeah. Um, and also, at one point, they go off to a climate conference in Paris, and um, they're just not trying very hard. I mean, suddenly the birds of prayer there—it's um, a coincidence. But Barbara Gordon is making a very public appearance at a conference, and you know that stuff's on YouTube. Come on.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's basically a TED talk, so I mean, yeah, it's going to be broadcast like everywhere. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no attempt to hide it, and and like here's the thing: Black Canary even gets recognized because apparently her band was big in Paris. Uh, yeah. And what's her band called?
0: It's called Ashes to Something.
1: I- no, no, it seems to be called the Black Canary Band. Yeah, I think she was on. She was in a band called Ashes um, on Sunday or something like that. Right. Uh, before. But then she was in, like, the Black Canary Band, which I still can't figure out, like, why that's even a thing.
0: If, if I remember the comic correctly, that might even have been the same band and they just changed the name when she joined or something like that. You
1: know, it, it's very unclear, actually. The, uh, the DC Wiki article is, uh, <laughs> is, not, is not complete yeah. by any means.
0: But regardless, like, yeah, so, like, Black Canary in particular, I mean, she's not even wearing a mask or anything. No, like
1: she makes no attempt. So
0: she's she's just being the person she was when she was a rock star, and she's running around with both Barbara Gordon and Batgirl, who both happen to be redheads, who are, like, the same build. So, like, I mean, how is it not obvious to everyone that they're <laughs> probably the same person? I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like, uh you know, Black Canary moving around publicly and then Barbara Gordon moving around publicly and then they suddenly get a friend uh named Helena who is with them all the time as well um <laughs> and is as a matter of fact a teacher um would be recognized eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're they're not trying and it's uh it's pretty sad.
0: <laughs> and yeah. And that that is I mean, like, the story still works with that happening in it, but it is kind of like, it is something that's kind of hard to ignore.
1: I just feel like they need to take some precautions because, I I mean, we're not going to be super shocked when a supervillain comes across your identity by logic. Seriously. (laughs) And also, at least one of you as a family. And by that, I mean, I guess one of you.
0: Yes, literally one of you has a family. Well,
1: I mean, I guess Black canary has a, has a green arrow, so
0: yeah, that's true. That's
1: true. Um, whose very public movements are often noticed, I'm sure as well?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like
1: uh, like bad boy Oliver Queen came down from Seattle, and it's like, okay. Well, Green Arrow is here. Great. <laughs> what a coincidence.
0: Yeah, that's so weird. Green Arrow and, and Oliver Queen showed up in Gotham at the same time. I don't know what's going on.
1: And don't even get me started on the show where he just has, like, no mask. And yeah, just, like, his mole is really distinct. It's like, no, no. super distinct. We're not even going to get okay, started yeah. on this. No, let's not do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> I guess uh, my last criticism was uh, the Ghostbusters issue. <laughs> um...
0: So, well, Do
1: you want to explain the Ghostbusters issue? Because I'm not sure if I even can. Is
0: it more Ghostbusters or is it more like Scooby Doo? It's definitely Scooby Doo
1: mysteries. Yeah, it's
0: just like a well, uh, the Deacon Blackfire, um, who is a who has been a Batman villain throughout the years. Um, they kind of tell this story of him throughout history, like living forever or something. So he's in all these like different periods of Gotham history, and then they like find his. Ghost or something in a cave. <laughs> they do, and-,
1: and and here's the thing: like uh, they they're having a field trip at the time. Um, this is like the first issue of Volume Three. Yes, um, and it's really terrible. <laughs> so you know if you if you have to skip one, skip the first issue of Volume Three. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, so yeah. there's
1: not much connection to anything else.
0: Yeah, it's really not it, it really kind of feels like a filler issue just like we need to take up some time here um so here's this ghost story.
1: <laughs> I mean I mean that they're just like fighting a ghost or something. I don't know. It has nothing to do with anything else that's happening to them and like they're on a field trip. Yeah. Um but I will say that it is one of the ones that um the artist uh Marcio Takara does and I liked his art uh throughout the series so i just wanted to say that um and i guess we can transition into art if you don't have any more negatives
0: um i i i really have very few negatives with this comic it's it's one of my favorite comics of all time so really um i guess i guess i did have some issues with um with the idea of Gus narrating the comic cuz it didn't exactly make it, sense. I
1: I will say it didn't make a lot of sense, but I still liked it despite
0: It was fun. It was a fun thing to do and and I guess in that sense like I'm totally okay with it cuz it, it it did it did add some fun to the comic. Um but it it does confuse me. I don't really understand how that works, but
1: uh I'm just thinking about it... um the one where he's where he's like uh where he's like no tractors. Um, it's it's like a farm, but with no tractors. Oh or... right, the server
0: farm. It's yes, like a farm, farm, but with no tractors or animals or
1: or any, any other farm stuff.
0: <laughs> so really not at all. But <laughs> um, yeah. So I yeah that did make it fun. So I, I can it it's almost even hard to consider it a criticism.
1: Yeah. I won't have you criticize Gus. <laughs> um, okay. So. Uh, the art. I I had I had this weird issue um during the the Manhunter, um I
0: think it was manslaughter
1: manslaughter that's what it was the manslaughter story arc which I think we both agree was the best one.
0: It's it's certainly my favorite. Story um, it arc. was an
1: issue or volume three um when a lot of other heroes crossed over into the universe to uh, say hello, and uh, yes. help out with a with a big crisis. Um, And it's really worth reading, even if you don't even want to read the rest of it. Um, So some really important heroes show up. Absolutely. uh, To be badasses and then leave. Um, But I was having this issue because everyone was sick. um, And so the art has this weird style where there are like shading lines around the noses. And I just thought everyone had a really bad cold, even when they were already better. Um, or
0: supposed to be a character who wasn't sick
1: yeah (laughs) so I I didn't really understand because I I was like looking at some of the characters and I was like oh no you're getting sick but then they never did and I was just like oh I don't know what this is (laughs) but um otherwise I I think the artist did a good job yeah um
0: that was that was uh Roge or Roge Antonio
1: Roge Antonio yeah. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but I believe he's Brazilian. Um, and then also, I had a major, major continuity issue. Um, Poison Ivy. Uh, yes. Green or not. Uh, volume 1? No. Volume 3? Yes.
0: Yeah. So. I, <laughs> I mean, And that, yeah, that was, I guess that's even kind of a negative for me. Because, like, at first... When she first appeared and she wasn't green, I was like, "Oh, good, she's not a green no, poison ivy again." I'm I, I, li- I like that IV. version
1: of poison ivy where she was even like going undercover and being like a normal human being. Yeah. Um. The, at one point, she went out and got a vegan burger with them. Like it was. <laughs> right. She was like normal. Um. Just you know, kind of a radical, uh, Planet Earth enthusiast, but um. Then she became like She-Hulk in third volume, and I didn't really understand why, because yeah. they didn't explain anything about it. And...
0: Yeah, that, the, and that, that was during the manslaughter uh, arc, and yeah, the, the coloring became very cartoony, I feel, um, for that arc, which I guess I, don't, I didn't love about it, but I mean, it wasn't bad art, so it didn't, it didn't hurt that. Really, I think, but like it, it did, it did kind of lead to that kind of con, uh, confusion because, like, why is she green again, and why are they so <laughs> it, cartoony looking? It really
1: took my mind off of the story. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think I think we're done with uh, talking about the art. Um, it was mostly really good.
0: Yeah, it was great art.
1: Um, and I I thought it was uh, pretty standard. Uh, there wasn't anything too gross to look at. I'm super picky when it comes to art. I will put down a comic if I pick it up, and I think the art is ugly. Um, I picked up Batman Incorporated this week, and I put it back down. Um, <laughs> it was it was Batman Incorporated, uh, Red Demon.
0: Or Demon Star. Demon
1: Star. Yeah. Demon Star. So.
0: Yeah, and I can, I can definitely understand disliking the art. It, it is definitely a very weird style. It wasn't
1: all of it that I hated. It was um, just a particular artist um, was really on. I, like, I couldn't even look at it. It was so ugly.
0: Yeah, it, it was kind of a comic art-wise. I felt like I was kind of forcing myself to power through because mm-hmm. some of the art definitely bothered me in that one. I was just,
1: like, skipping and skipping <laughs> so that I could, like, get to someone else's art. And then I was like, oh, this what? is maybe worse, actually. <laughs> at least she
0: didn't read the CGI issue. So. <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> and And I never will. So <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. So, okay, so... Um, I think right now we're going to play a little game of Would You Rather. Okay, so Bramsey, would you rather take a bunch of kids on a haunted overnight field trip to Colonial Gotham or take a trip to Paris to a Paris energy conference?
0: Oh man, I would definitely rather go on the haunted uh, (laughs) tour with kids. How did I not know you would say that? That sounds awesome. I mean, unless you could guarantee me that there was some kind of haunted thing in Paris, I'm going with the the ghosts, dude. (laughs) Dude. But am I? Am I?
1: It's it's a cave made by skulls.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's a
1: skull cave, dude. But
0: am I gonna get to go to the skull cave?
1: Yes, of course you will make time to go to the skull cave, duh.
0: Well, okay. I might go to the energy conference then, because <laughs> I, I, that way I don't have and to be you're, around you're kids. going with
1: rich-ass Barbara Gordon, who, oh. can, who can pay your way. Well,
0: <laughs> now we're talking, yeah, okay, I'm going to Paris.
1: <laughs> Whereas, like, Helena, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like to have her as a teacher. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. If, on the other way, I'd have to be with a bunch of kids and, and very angry uh, Helena Oh, and Bertinelli. they would make you
1: dress up in, in like, uh, tights and stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, in in like the amish um yeah, the, clothing there or...
1: the, there was uh, a guy who who was like forcing the, he, he was encouraging them strongly to dress up as colonial people and uh they were not cool with it really
0: yeah that i'm not i'm not also, done with not that also they're not getting
1: their deposit back on that stuff really okay so would you rather have a sleepover at black canaries or watch planet earth with catwoman and poison ivy and uh, i i just want to say i a sleepover at Black Canaries, you have to sleep on the floor. You yeah, have to there's sleep no on furniture. top of her old clothes. And um, she's not going to make you breakfast. I'm just going to say that.
0: Hey, I think she didn't even have like a coffee maker she did in not. the apartment. So um, I think I would much rather watch uh, Planet Earth with, with Catwoman and, and Poison Ivy. <laughs> All
1: um, right. <laughs> what about you? Um, I think, yeah, no, Black Canary is no hostess. Yeah. I, I do not want to hang out with Black Canary Now um, if she's got Oliver Queen with her Then hopefully they're staying in Really fancy digs um, But I would have to also hang out with them So that's gross Yeah
0: then you'd have to hang out with Oliver Queen You're right
1: it, I mean, No it's definitely Planet Earth with uh, Catwoman and Poison Ivy Okay so <laughs> Would you rather live in an unrenovated Clock tower with no furniture Or live in an incredibly tacky mafioso's Mansion with porcelain statuary everywhere do you- And a menagerie
0: I love tacky porcelain statues. So <laughs> I am totally going for the the mafiosa man mansion. As cool as the clock tower A clock would tower be. The clock tower is
1: pretty cool. <laughs> but um it it was pretty torn up. It's it, true. It didn't seem like nice property. Um so yeah, I think I'd have to go with the uh, tacky menagerie mansion with all the snakes. Yes. Um because you know, you can all you can always clean out the snake problem and you know, give the animals a start your own zoo, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, okay, so would you rather live in the Riddler's Penguins or Catwoman's Old Apartments?
0: <laughs> oh, right. I guess that was options, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. Um,. I don't I guess I'd be a little bit afraid to live in the Riddler's um, apartments because I feel like he's probably left traps um, mm. in case like people came in that he didn't want to and then I'd have to solve a bunch of puzzles although that also sounds kind of fun it'd be like escape Ew, room yes escape um, room yeah you know, I, I think I just talked myself into it actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say probably Catwoman's because she might have left like diamonds or something, and then, oh, and then you might have some money. But
1: it's full of cats and it smells oh, bad. Well though, yeah, man. it probably smells
0: like cats real oh. bad. And I I am. I mean, there were literally cats.
1: cats walking around in it in the comic.
0: Right. So so yeah, I think I'm going with with the uh, Riddler because you might have some like crazy escape room type stuff going on in there.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with uh, Penguin's old apartment, uh, the Cobblepot apartment with the uh, grotesques, which um, as Helena. Um, so nicely explains for us grotesques are uh, gargoyles, but without a water feature. Yes. So they're apparently.
0: Yes, you have to have the called. water feature in order for it to be a gargoyle.
1: Helena's full of really uh, teacherly tidbits uh, throughout the comics. So thank you, Helena. Um, okay, so which of these would you rather be, have as your bestie, or have as your enemy? Um. Okay, so your first three options are Helena, Barbara, or Dinah.
0: Okay. So you have
1: to pick one to be, have as your bestie, or have as your enemy.
0: All right. I think um, I want to go for uh, to be. I would. I think I would go for uh, for Dinah.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, because she's a rock star, mm, and yeah. uh, and I I do play guitar and drums, and I I like I like music, so being a rock star would be cool. <laughs> um, I would definitely. I would definitely have to have uh, uh, Helena as the, as the bestie <laughs> because um, I think to have her as the enemy, she would try to kill you and she'd probably be really good at it because yeah. she's, she's yeah. the huntress. Um, so, she's
1: got fewer boundaries.
0: Yeah. Um, I'd rather have her as a friend than an enemy, definitely. And then, you know, Batgirl, she'd be totally fine as an enemy, I think, because when she's your enemy, she's still kind of your friend because she wants to believe in the best in you. So <laughs> she, she can be my enemy.
1: Okay, so so your enemy is uh, Batgirl? Yeah. Okay, and you are Dinah, and um, Helena is your bestie? Yes. Okay, so I think I'm going to have to pick Barbara Gordon uh, to be, because first of all, she rich. Uh, second True. of all, she has a mastery of hacking, and I feel like if I want to be um, useful on a TV show, then that's what I need. Apparently, it's the most useful possible thing you can have.
0: That's, that's very true. And there
1: are no limits to it. I mean, like, I can um, hack time. <laughs> I can hack space. I can fix anything from any conceivable place without an internet connection. Yeah,
0: I mean, you don't even need an internet connection. I'm, you can hack into computers off across I'm the world. I'm a wizard yeah.
1: um, at that point. So I basically have mastery of every domain, um, and I can just shut it all down. So I want that. Um, I would definitely rather have Helena as my bestie rather than my enemy for the reasons that you noted. She's a super spy. She is super angry and, um, I don't want to be on her bad side. I would rather be on her very good side. Also, she's full of fun facts, like we mentioned. That's true. Um, so I guess I'll just have Dinah be my enemy because I don't really feel like she's going to do anything about it. Like, yeah, she could get angry and she's a meta human, but like, hmm she's not gonna go out of her way
0: that's that's true like I, I mean the even in the story itself like it was kind of like it wasn't until batgirl was like hey we're doing this that she was like okay i'm gonna do no
1: she wasn't practicing <laughs> vigilanteism it seems like so she was just taking a break i feel like she wouldn't uh really necessarily do it okay so the next group is uh selena kyle pamela eisley or harley quinn
0: oh man um yeah, that is that is a tough one, um, again, because uh, definitely uh, Poison Ivy and, and Harley Quinn, I feel like, would be pretty dangerous enemies, because um, they're definitely totally cool with killing. Um,
1: I mean, you, you step on some, some roses, like, uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Pam's going to get you.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, so I would think... Uh, Catwoman as the enemy would probably be the best uh, to have as an enemy. Cause like probably the most she would do to get back at me for something would be like steal from me. And you know, that's, that's fine. At least I'll be alive afterwards, you know? Um, and then I guess if I was Harley Quinn, uh, then, then Poison Ivy would be my bestie anyway. So I just, I just be her but and then I could be nuts. crazy. I would be, I would be nuts, but at least I'd have a lot of fun.
1: All right. <laughs> Um, (laughs) okay, so, so Selena Kyle, uh, you are going to have as your enemy. Yes. Okay. Uh, Pamela Isley, you are going to have her as your friend. Yes. And you are Harley Quinn. And I'm Harley Quinn. Okay. So I just wanted to get you to say I am Harley Quinn. (laughs) Okay. So I'm definitely going to pick Pamela Isley. She's the only one with like some defined superpowers here. Um, and I want that. Also, you know, environmentalism. Good. All right. Uh, right on. Um, <laughs> and also, she's incredibly intelligent. That's true. And uh, I dig that. Um, I've always thought Poison Ivy was a really cool character. And, like, she can be crazy or can she can be not crazy, just depending on the way they depict her. And I think Catwoman is incredibly annoying. Um, so I don't want to be her. But... I also really hate Harley Quinn. Um, I don't think I want her as my enemy, but I'm not sure if she's focused enough to really like come after me. So if I could get away with it, I'd probably have her as my enemy just so I don't have to hang out with her um, because she's awful.
0: That's true. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess Harley Quinn can be, like, extremely incompetent. So she might, even if she does come after you, she, she might, might just forget what she's doing. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I, f- I feel like she doesn't do a lot of vendetta stuff. Right. So, like, sure. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Selena's my bestie because, like, frankly, she, you know, has stealth skills and uh, diamonds and whatnot. And yeah. she also might steal something for you. cats are fine. I mean, they're obviously inferior to dogs, but that's fine. Cats are fine.
0: But they're still, cats are still awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm now going to ask you about uh, villains. So, which member of the Serpent Society would you rather be? Um, And your choices are Lady Viper, Lady on top, Snake on bottom. Uh, The Asp. uh, He's basically a man with green, super hard skin and lots of tacky gold jewelry. Uh, Copperhead. He's a huge fanged snake on top, man on bottom. He squeezes people to death. Cottonmouth, he's a contortionist with razor sharp teeth.
0: Okay. Well, I, um, I, I, I feel like I'm, I don't listen to nearly enough of The Cure to be the asp. All right. Um, judging oh, okay. from his looks. Um,
1: cool. Yeah. I know he is, he has some really, um, long black hair.
0: Yeah. And, uh, the, um, I don't I don't want to be like a giant snake man on top with human legs cuz like I feel like my legs would just snap or something. <laughs> And similarly, I don't really want to be, like, snake on bottom and lady on top. That doesn't really sound, like... Appealing? That doesn't really sound that appealing to me. Um, Just, like, weird Naga woman.
1: It, it was super awkward to see her, like, wriggling around with her, like, giant snake body. <laughs> just going upstairs and falling off balconies and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that must be really hard to get around. The world's not built for a snake-bodied lady. That's
1: true. You'd need, like, a special sort of uh, venue for that.
0: Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and honestly, I've always kind of wanted my body to be more bendable than it is. So I think being the co- contortionist <laughs> guy, that would be really cool
1: with razor sharp teeth. obviously. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, I can live with the razor sharp teeth. I mean, whatever, as long as I can bend more.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm definitely going to pick the asp because, um, it looks like, uh, he's more intelligent than the rest of them. Cause he's the leader. Um, he also apparently has the ability to make snakes do his bidding. And I think that's. You know, that could come in real handy, like, really. Yeah, he's like an uh, army
0: of snakes onto himself.
1: So, like, I, I mean, really, like, if I want to call up snakes uh, to protect me from whichever enemy I have made, um, I, I guess my enemy was going to be, uh, <laughs> I, I guess it was going to be Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, so if I need snakes for that, then I, I've got them. And um, also, it looks like he has the means to do anything he wants because of his uh, cool gold jewelry. Um, He's apparently, you know, doing quite well as a snake man. Totally. So, yeah. So, I I was going to ask about Copperhead, who is a known character. Yes. Um, (laughs) Would you rather be the version of Copperhead in a snake suit, or would you rather be a snake man version of Copperhead?
0: Well, see, I feel like um, being in the snake suit version. Like at the end of the day, you would get to go home and like take the snake suit off. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Here's where the rules change. You can't take oh. the snake suit off. You have to like be going to Starbucks, go to work in a snake suit. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if I can't take the snake suit off, then that's just no fun. So I mean, like then it, then it sounds like everything is going to be just so much harder um, to do. Like even just like. Going to the bathroom or something like I can't take The snakesuit off
1: <laughs> taking a shower with um, the snake Taking suit a shower <laughs> in the
0: snakesuit Like I might as well just be full snake At that point I mean <laughs> like Forget the suit uh,
1: Yeah I think I, I think I feel like um, snake suit, like you see a person In a snakesuit you're like oh no And if you saw like a snake man You would be like Oh no <laughs> Like I, I'm not sure if you would really know what to do at that point yeah. like, At least you wouldn't mess with him um, or set his suit on fire or something. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, if you saw a guy in a snake suit, you'd be like, oh, my God, that guy's crazy. But if you saw a guy who was like a snake man. You'd, you'd be like, I'm
1: not going to mess with that you, guy.
0: You might be like, well, it might be Don't racist to hit on you. I mean, like, Don't
1: tread on him. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, okay, yeah, there we go.
1: Okay, so. Okay, so I wanted to ask, which bird of prey had the worst childhood? Was it Helena or Dinah?
0: Oh, man, that that is tough because they both definitely had pretty bad childhoods. Um, but uh, I would have to say Helena has the worst childhood because she actually like sees her family murdered in front of her and is all like Kill Bill hiding under the table yeah. while the murderers are like walking around. It's pretty nasty. And uh, and then she grows up and, and becomes an agent of Spiral. So, I mean, like that that's not working out too great for her, I feel like. Um, and
1: Spiral is a spy organization. It's a,
0: it's a confusing and evil although good spy organization i it's weird um and then uh versus dinah who uh who like uh she does she gets abandoned which is which is sad but um for the most part she's kind of raised by this like benevolent uh black belt and karate guy who trains her out of fight and everything and and uh gets superpowers um so you know
1: no that yeah that's useful Okay, I, I, it's a really tough, tough to say. They both had really bad childhoods. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It it seemed like Helena maybe had, like, support from, like, her uncle.
0: I guess that's true. She did, she, she went to live with family. Yeah. Whereas and I, I, feel, I, feel like, did I not. I feel
1: like, I feel like I, I almost think that makes Dinah's childhood worse because, she was just like eaten out of dumpsters, and like, you know, it really seemed like it sucked a lot, and she didn't have like any system um, besides like a person who wasn't even related to her. So,
0: yeah, I guess that is a good point uh, that I didn't think of.
1: And like, and like the the training seemed tough, like this training that she was put through. It seems it seems like it was uh, hardcore. So,
0: yeah, it does seem pretty hardcore.
1: Um. Okay. So. I'm gonna ask you which uh, is the dumbest villain in this series because man, this—the Birds of Prey have really stupid villains. Um, it's just a thing with them, apparently. Um, they don't get any of the uh, headline villains. Yeah,
0: I, I mean, and actually, like this volume, if I, if my history—and I'm I'm not the most knowledgeable here—but um, I believe pretty much all the villains, if not all of them, are actually returning villains. Um, at least the, of the major villains in the series. Well,
1: some um, of the snake gang is definitely new.
0: Yeah, but the Serpent Society has technically existed in other forms before, and certainly uh, Copperhead has, so, yeah.
1: Okay, so... Um, so, I'm gonna ask you which is the dumbest villain in the series, and it's, uh... Okay, so, the calculator, obviously, and, uh... I guess I, I wrote myself a note here to remind myself that Helena asked, someone chose that name on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so That's that's a good point. Uh, classic Helena. Um, the Constellation Creep slash Zodiac Master. He turns into a giant crab, a man horse, a horseman, a man with a fish arm. Um, the Snake Gang, obviously. Uh, the Colonial Ghost of Lucius Malfoy. That's just who I thought he looked like. Um, or the Horsehead Bank Robbers. <laughs> Oh, man. they were they were regular bank robbers they just wore horse heads i i don't know where the rest of the chess set gang was right but there were a whole bunch of them
0: um <laughs> well uh out of those well i mean like the horse head ones i mean like uh, they're just i mean they're just regular robbers it seems like so there's nothing like especially lame about them um you know there's just nothing special about them i feel like uh the constellation creep um actually kind of cool i feel like i mean being able to like basically summon the entire zodiac to fight with like that's kind of um that's a useful skill i feel like it's it's at least a cool looking skill maybe
1: at at first i I definitely thought it was like four people there so i guess that is kind of cool
0: yeah um and I mean it's kind of basically uh lucy's power from from fairy tale
1: um <laughs> maybe a little bit uh cooler uh, <laughs> more stylish
0: well a little bit more stylish yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um
0: and then uh let's see the others the serpent society um well, I mean, they actually have, like, superpowers and stuff. Um, they That's are kind true. of...
1: They were formidable. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, they, they are kind of stupid, a lot of them, it seems like. <laughs> Very stupid. Um,
1: they, were, they, they kept talking about, like, who should we eat? Who should we eat? Yeah. And, and like, can we eat one of them? And, and it was just like, no. <laughs> no, we're doing stuff right now. You're can you right. guys focus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And the... I mean, they've... Various versions of of this of serpent people have gone up against uh, like uh, like even the Justice League I think so like they're kind of a bit more big time I feel like whereas like it's really harder it's really hard to be lamer than than the calculator I mean like your name <laughs> is the calculator I mean your your office equipment I mean <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true and 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 that name is so confusing because like really. What should his costume be? Oh, he's just a regular dude in, like, basically he looks like Dwight from The Office. So he's just, like, walking around looking like Dwight from The Office, except sometimes psychotic looking (laughs) um, and sometimes angry. So he just, like, confronts you, and it looks like a... Like, a dude with a pocket protector confronting you.
0: Yeah, and so, so not only does he not have, like, a special costume, but if he did have a special costume, it would just be, like, a calculator, which would, like, still be stupid.
1: Dude, put in the effort, okay? <laughs> like, come back to us when you have some better ideas. Right? I mean, you, you could be called Number Cruncher. You know, you could be called Info Man. Uh, you could be called, like, I mean, you could be...
0: You could be the Abacus.
1: Oh! Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Um, <laughs> Write that down. But, um... I, I mean like really when you're coming up with names, I, I mean, is it your OCD that you really want to be like broadcasting to the world and being like, oh I have a disorder, fear me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, not not a huge fan of that one either. Um, <laughs> so whoa, so the calculator is your choice.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely my choice.
1: Part of me really wants to say uh, that the colonial ghost of Lucius Malfoy, uh, a.k.a. Demon Blackfire,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, is the dumbest one. Because, like, dude, you were sleeping, and you just come alive at this random time and are, like... I, I mean, I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying, like, he's defeated pretty easily.
0: Um, <laughs> by, by like, a little kid, I think. By,
1: by maybe a child. I, I really don't remember, actually. But, um... Yeah, not impressed with that guy.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess I kind of forgot already that you had even listed him which exactly. maybe makes him the lamest exactly. after all like
1: he may actually be just like kind of the lamest. And and like the horse head people, like, you know, they went with a the thing. They they have they have a shtick, um, and they rob banks, that's their thing. Like that's what they set out to do. Right. So, you know, honestly, I guess it's better than just like being random assortment of mask uh, bank robbers. So, yeah, no, I, I think I'm, I'm still going with uh, Demon Blackfire. Deacon, Deacon Blackfire.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Demon Blackfire.
0: Demon Black, whatever it is. There's a lot of black things in this comic.
1: Yeah, Black Canary. About white people. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. B-
0: black Canary, Blackbird, Blackfire. Black
1: Fire. Oh, that's right. Blackbird, who I, I, I keep calling Raven. Um, and she's definitely not the stupidest villain. Um, she's definitely one of the better villains that they have. Um, because y- all, all reasons, uh, yeah. she's just, she's more memorable. And I was calling her Vampyra in my, um, in my intro, because I feel like she's sort of a goth vampire sort of thing. Her powers I, are basically yeah. vampiring, um, off of people's powers. And she is hard to beat, really hard to beat. And she has a really cool, like popped collar, um, lady vampire costume, which yes. I dig. So...
0: Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah, definitely, a very appropriate villain, um, pretty cool villain.
1: Yeah, except um, like who who doesn't know that that's you, Black Canary, like going undercover? Yeah, seriously. Um, like I just don't understand why you would think that like you don't even have to change clothes basically, uh, or wear anything different, and people just don't know that you're Black Canary, like, but you have the same powers, so how would people not know?
0: Yeah, I I think she. I think her like. Uh codename was like Sarah.
1: <laughs> yeah, she, she she did something else, definitely. Um I I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was like Siren or something. That that sounds good. Let's uh, yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Um And yet, yeah. No one yeah. was convinced, obviously. Yeah. I,
0: I th- like I think Blackbird was like, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I don't really remember exactly, but I, I don't think she was convinced. Uh, yeah. Because no one was trying.
0: I mean, I mean, she has. These
1: ladies need some private lessons in in the art of like, really, just hide your hide your actual identity.
0: Seriously, I mean, she does absolutely nothing to hide her identity. <laughs> like, how is she gonna go undercover? I don't know. Like, it's...
1: like maybe like, I don't know. The best job they did was for the realtors. You Yeah. Know? And, like, they were still doing a really bad job. <laughs> they wore these
0: really ridiculous, like, disguises, like, wigs. and Like,
1: I don't even know where they got these costumes. Like,
0: <laughs> Good times. All right. So is that that kind of all you had for I, us?
1: I think that's all we got. Um, read this comic. It was good.
0: Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess that's kind of what we can do as our, our last little bit. Just, like, how highly recommended do you feel the comic is. So, yeah, read the comic. Um, definitely definitely don't don't read anything
1: else uh if you don't want to just uh read this comic
0: absolutely um and i would say i mean like i guess it's kind of directed towards younger girls um teenage girls i really do think that
1: that's the uh the primary audience but i think women of all ages especially will appreciate it and apparently um men will also appreciate it if they're fans um Mm. and if they're you know they they want to see some like badass lady types uh take on some really stupid villains, yeah, um which obviously w- sounds awesome. It's got a lot of your like awesome crossovers, uh some big time d c characters, some big time d c villains, um well, I guess villains in quotes <laughs> um because you know sometimes they're villains right and sometimes they're they're helping you so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and
1: you know, get in there for Gus. Everybody's everybody's in there here for Gus. Gus
0: is a Gus is a great character. Um, definitely, definitely should enjoy uh, his his time on the page. Um, and yeah, and I am neither teenage nor a girl, and I definitely uh, like this comic.
1: And I am not so. teenage, um, and I am not uh, heavily read in on the recent developments of the DC comic world. <laughs> like much at all. I'm just getting back into comics. Read a lot of uh actual literary books, but um you know, I've mostly been into science fiction uh and uh YA in recent years. And uh this was a good uh, starter comic. Read Lumberjanes, yeah. read Miss Marvel, <laughs> uh the new Miss Marvel, uh Kamala Khan. Read that one. Um uh, were, were, was there any other readers advisory that you had?
0: Um, I think those I think those were kind of my main ones. Um, uh, kind of young girls doing cool things. <laughs> I guess read you could read Batwoman. Um, oh,
1: right. Yes. The
0: uh, the the early versions, not not the later New 52 comics um well i I haven't read batwoman from the rebirth so that you might be able to read that as well because i've heard good things um but uh yeah the the greg rucka particularly um batwoman and those like just shortly after that those would probably be really good reads too if you like this
1: would you recommend the nightwing uh series no (laughs) okay all right so not for lovers of this uh
0: uh, Night Wing, a- Nightwing does appear in this comic. Night- the, the reason I um,
1: ask is that Nightwing and Green Arrow appear.
0: Actually, I, I think uh, I would recommend reading uh, Grayson, actually, which really? is okay, so. um, which does have Nightwing in it, but after he's given up the Nightwing identity. And, and he is becomes, Helena in there? Yeah, Helena's in there. Okay. Um, the, yeah, Grayson joins Spiral, the spy organization, while uh, Helena Bertinelli is uh, matron, kind of the head of uh of spiral sort of and um and they kind of work together and uh be super spies and um so you get a lot of that that history of, of what's going on with her and, and dick grayson there so
1: all right i think we're ready to wrap this up thanks okay. for listening
0: yes thank you very much for listening this has been episode one of the new comic cave podcast So, um, we're going to try to do this monthly and, uh, we'll see you next time right here in the comic cave.